Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 28 of Tacos and Tales. to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. I'm Jane, and this is my big sister, Liz. Hello, everybody. Sorry for the weird accent. Just celebrating the birth of a new royal baby, and everybody's so <laughs> interested. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know why I put a piece of cake in my mouth right when I was going to talk. <laughs> Well, hopefully everybody has been having a good week. Two weeks. How has your week been going, Jane? It's actually been going good. Um, This is the last time we were recording a podcast, and I'm in my 20s. (gasps) In my roaring 20s. And it's been litty, but alas, all things come to an end, and death has set in. Welcome to your dirty 30s. <laughs> just the one <laughs> so uh just kind of you know thinking about my age and going on um a little bit of self exploration self exploration <laughs> um i started reading about uh superstitions regarding age and i kind of wanted to share some with you would you like to know some fun facts liz I sure would, Jane. Okay. In Japan, if you are 19, 33, or a 37-year-old woman, you are in Yakudoshi, which are your unlucky years. Hmm. Mm, Yakudoshi with some chicken. (laughs) That's Yakiodu. Yakitori. (laughs) Anyway... And if you're a male, and for those of you who can't see, I spelled male, M-A-I-L, <laughs> your Yakudoshi years are 25, 42, and 60. Interesting. So so I still have three years until I hit my unlucky years. Wait, it was 33? Uh-huh. So I'm in my Yakudoshi right now, <laughs> currently, in the state of Yakudoshi. <laughs> what is that? Your unlucky years. Oh, oh, oh. How does it feel to be in a yakudoshi? Honestly, um, the same as all the other years. This is your last chance to impress me. (laughs) I can't think of anything funny or witty. And save yourself from elimination. (laughs) Well, honestly, it's been a whirlwind of emotions these past five months. Five? I can't believe we're already halfway through May. I know. Moving right along with our superstitions. In Russia, it is bad luck to wish people happy birthday before their day, and some parents won't let their kids receive presents until the day after. Oh. Why is that? Because then they might not make it to their birthday. Womp, womp, womp. In some areas of the world, it is actually good luck if someone honestly forgets your birthday. 
Oh, so you hear that, all you people who rely on Facebook to tell you when somebody's birthday is? <laughs> I had a um, one of our listeners, shout out to Alan, he said that he deleted Facebook so that he could see who remembered his birthday. <laughs> Thankfully, I had texted him at 6 o'clock in the morning for his birthday. <laughs> Moving right along, in some cultures, people are given the opportunity to become a kid again when they reach a certain age. When a man reaches the age of 61 in Japan, he enters kanreki, or second childhood. He must wear a red hat and red vest to symbolize his return to childhood. In Korea, this occurs at the age of 60, and the, their slate is essentially wiped clean. What do you mean their slate? Just, um, everything. They can literally just start over. So, like, if... They're like murderers. They could just wipe their slate clean. Um, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, okay. okay. But um, huh? Okay, I don't know. I'll so, like, if they're married, they could just like wipe their slate clean, and all of a sudden they're not married anymore. Maybe. Interesting. If you're Korean and you're listening to us, can you please confirm or deny these allegations? <laughs> Google can only tell us so much. We could eat Chinese food every single day. What's the food that you could eat every day? Mexican food all day, every day. Really? Yes. Not me. I think I could eat. You're not a real Mexican. I'm not. I could eat tacos. But I think, honestly, I think above tacos is going to be Asian food. How dare you put anything above tacos? I know. I'm going to kick myself off of my own podcast. I know. Why don't you go make your Chinese food and chambre? (laughs) (laughs) Cheesemus and Chinese food. Cheesemus and chow mein. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what cheesemus is, it's like gossip. (laughs) Rumors, gossip. (laughs) That's funny. Me here all night. Speaking of tacos, at the end of next... So at the end of next month, we're planning a little mini getaway, and we're going to be going to San Antonio. And we're actually going to be staying in one of the most haunted hotels in San Antonio. So we will definitely keep y'all updated if we <clears throat> encounter any hauntings, and I think we're also gonna do some other haunted locations. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of going to be a haunted trip through San Antonio. But my point to this is that hopefully we can get some puffy tacos. Oh yeah, puffy tacos. Mm-hmm. Puffy tacos is what we talked about last episode. I feel, and those are some of the famous tacos from. San Antonio. San Antonio. I'm excited. So we will definitely check those out for y'all. Take one for the team. (laughs) And we'll be posting all of our trip tribulations and fun moments on Instagram. We also um, have been promised a three pound cinnamon roll. So again, we'll keep you guys posted on any updates. That was three pounds. You heard correctly. (laughs) (laughs) So enough with the chitter chatter and pitter patter. Liz, what is your story about this week? So I am keeping with my Latin folklore theme, and today my story is going to be about El Cadejo. There was a man named Juan Carlos who was a caretaker and would work into the night and arrive home at midnight. One day, he found a beautiful snow-white dog at his home, and when he would approach it, the dog would shake, then turn around and disappear. Juan would always try to follow the dog, but found that he could never reach it. This went on for a while, until one day, 
he arrived home and again tried to approach the dog. But this time, the dog did not move, did not make a noise. He just laid there with closed eyes. Juan got right up to the dog and reached out his hand and touched the dog's paw. The dog opened his eyes and began to speak. You do not need my help anymore. I was sent to protect you from danger, but you have showed me you no longer need my protection. And with that, he closed his eyes and died. And that is just one of the many stories that uh, revolves around the Cadejo legend. So El Cadejo is a large white dog with red eyes who is said to protect men who travel, work late, or roam late at night. Hmm. But as there is light, there is always dark. El Cadejo Negro, or the Black Cadejo, is said to be a diabolical presence. And there are some who say an incarnation of the devil himself. Ooh. He will lure you and try to get you to make bad decisions. Don't turn your back or try to speak because eventually you will go crazy. The white one protects you from the evil one and even from entities like La Llorona and La Ciguanaba, which are people, other folklore, <laughs> other folklore stories that we've covered Side note, we have still not seen La Llorona. Or what they would like to display as a whitewashed version of a really amazing story. I said it, fight me. The legend of the Cadejo may date back to a time of an ancient belief that everyone had an animal companion, much like a guardian angel. Or even for Mayan mythology, with the Nawalas, a spirit guide animal, or kind of like a daemon from the Golden Compass. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I thought you would. That's why I Smart it. people problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when the Europeans came to the Americas, came over to the Americas, um, it is thought that their legends of the black dogs or hellhounds, which are demonic entities who manifest themselves as black dogs, got... Um, mixed in with the folklore from Central America. Hmm. So no longer is was it different animals, but it took on the shape of a dog. Interesting. Um, black dogs are generally regarded as sinister or malevolent. I've always kind of thought that, that black dogs are kind of creepy. Yeah, like the Grim from Harry Potter. No, you don't get the reference. Okay, so, so there's only one good cadejo, but there are three types of evil cadejos. One is the devil himself. He takes the form of a large wounded dog and with hoofed feet that are bound with red hot chains. The cadejo will not attach. Attach! He <laughs> <laughs> will not attack, <laughs> but merely sit and watch with its evil eyes and Anyone who notices it will likely befall misfortune or an unlucky event. Misfortune? <laughs> Number two is just a regular run-of-the-mill cadejo. <laughs> That's not a thing. It's a mysterious evil dog that kills. Okay, that was brief. <laughs> I thought I had forgotten something. And number three, the final one, is the offspring of a regular dog and the second type run-of-the-mill cadejo. So half breed, if you will. 
<laughs> this cadejo is the least dangerous and can be killed easily with a machete. But if you have it happens to peck you or kick you, you will go mad. People say, lo jugó el cadejo, meaning they were touched by el cadejo. Sometimes the term was used when someone was born with a mental illness. Ignorantly. Once it dies, <laughs> I made a little disclaimer. So mad. Once it dies, it instantly rots, leaving a black mark, and no vegetation will grow there. Ooh, so all of <clears throat> all of the stories of El Cadejo are pretty much the same, which is a white dog that has been sent by God, or and the black dog which is sent by the devil. However, in Costa Rica, there is another variation which is a little bit different, and the origin of El Cadejo is a priest who committed. An, an, uh, something against God and God punished him by condemning him to stay a hundred years as a dog and protect the inhabitants of the town. At some point he commits suicide because he can't live with that any longer. So he launches himself into the crater of the Poas volcano causing violent eruptions. He doesn't die though. He comes back up with chains, red eyes, and the teeth of a jaguar. Ooh, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when there's things like that, I wonder if at some point there was a eruption uh-huh. of that volcano. Uh-huh. And then the word in the street was, oh, you know. Something. It must be El Cadejo. Somebody angered the devil. Yeah. Ooh. But, um, so... Our dad is from, uh, like I said before, he's from El Salvador, and I happened to ask him if he knew anything about, or if he had ever heard about El Cadejo, and he regurgitated everything that I had re- I read about during my research. Like, it was just a well-known story. Yeah, like, oh yeah, like, you know, there's a white one, and then there's a black one, and if you see it, then if you see the black one, then, you know, bad, you'll have bad luck. But he said that over there, er, in El Salvador, that if you something went missing or if you misplaced something, that they would say, oh, El Cadejo must have come by here because <laughs> I can't find my sandals or I can't find my this. So I, thought that I was... can't find my pupusas. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting that to him it's just like, oh, yeah, like a known fact, like, you know. Common know. knowledge. Uh-huh. So imagine being 33 and seeing the Cadejo. You're super fucked. Not if I see the white one. Mm-hmm. Not if I see the white one. <laughs> no, 33 is a man. Oh. Oh, no, it's a woman. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But. Just don't look at it. Don't talk to it. And hopefully the pray that the white cadejo is there to defend you against the black cadejo. Interesting. I wonder if maybe that's why people have white dogs. Huh. Is that a thing? Oh. I don't know. I don't know, but that is the story of El Cadejo, and it is a legend from Latin America and Mexico. Wait, is Mexico Latin America? No. Okay. Latin America and Mexico. Well, I guess. I don't know. But feel free to fact check us like one of our listeners did regarding last episode's story, where I misspoke and said that that Medusa had been raped by Zeus. Zeus, but it was actually... Poseidon. Poseidon. And Athena is not actually Zeus's wife, but his daughter. His daughter. 
Jesus's wife was actually Hera. Hera. One of his many wives. We were also, we were talking about it, and um, not to change the subject, but we were talking about, like, Greek mythology and how there really aren't any good Greek mythology movies and how that, that just needs to be made. The, the stories are so interesting, but they seem to always kind of take, like, a cheesy turn sometimes. Right. Um, so a lot like, of whitewashing it, also goes on in that. Oh, yeah. In, on those movies. And it would be cool to just see, like, a really good interpretation. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. It's needed. I mean, honestly, I think the best, like, Greek mythology movie is Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hercules? The show you mean? Oh, the Disney one? Disney Hercules. <laughs> well, then there's also the, the classic Clash of the Titans. Yeah, but no. I like that movie. But just a shout out to our listener on Potterbean, B.K. Callahan, for that uh, correction submission. We really appreciate it. And thank you for listening. Everybody, please take a quick popcorn break or soda break or restroom break because Jane is folded <laughs> and she needs to stand up. <sighs> I feel like I couldn't get in the air. So I'm going to take you to Japan. <laughs> That's not her Japanese. Oh. Yes, it is. I've never been to Japan. <laughs> that is one of the places that I... Oh, that is a... <laughs> that is a place that I would love to visit, and it's definitely on the top of my list. So if you're listening and you want to take me... <laughs> my birthday is in two weeks. I would... Yeah, I would love to visit Japan. However, not like the city. Not the city. I don't want to go to... Tokyo. Is that in Japan? Hmm. I don't want to go to those places. I want to go to like the really pretty places, like the nature places. Okay, well, I'm ready for your Japanese story and also for some sushi. I'm going to talk to you about Amazaki Baba. Mm. Amazaki Baba is an old woman smeared in blood that can be found in the mountains going from residence to residence asking for Saki. Huh. Saki. Same. <laughs> um, it is said that if you put a cedar leaf in your door, in your doorway, it will keep her away. Because when you answer the door, you become ill or you fall ill. And back in the old days, it was said that you would become ill with smallpox. But once smallpox was eradicated, the legend developed and it became the common cold. Weird. So, there are many um, depictions of her and statues uh, that kind of just symbolize, uh, you know, just her and her presence and trying to keep her away, um, as you do with the common cold. Huh. That's it. (laughs) So, I wonder why she was smeared with blood. Well, when you have smallpox... I think if you scratch yourself, you draw blood. Maybe. I really tried to look for an origin story, but it's just kind of like one of those little She just legends. appears. Uh-huh. Hmm. Asking yeah. for socket. So I thought she kind of went with our yakudoshi and starting over. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I was, um... 
inspired to do some Japanese culture because one of my coworkers is Japanese, and he they have the softest softest way of speaking. Wow. They just speak so calmly. So zen. Yes, <laughs> they do. So shout out to my coworker. I don't think he listens to my podcast. Slash knows that I have one. <laughs> but you're the real MVP. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that story with us. I'm going to be... Tidbit, if you I'm going to say that now I want some sushi and a sake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I like to sip a little sake. Well, we hope that you enjoyed the, today's episode of Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the desert enthusiast. If you know of any creepy or scary places en route from Houston to San Antonio, or you know of any creepy or scary places in San Antonio, please let us know um, what we can be reached at by email or slide into our Instagram DMs, which some of y'all do and we appreciate it. Unless you're being weird, then you will be blocked. Um, hey, maybe we could do an EVP session at the hotel. We're not. Why? No. What is a sensitive? The girl that we were going with was like, so do y'all want to take a Ouija board? And we were like, uh, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) We found this really expensive hotel that's supposed to be like super haunted. She's like, I better fucking see something if I'm going to pay for that. Uh, oh, oh my doing an EVP session. Is there someone in the room? I would, so I'm but not. We can be like Zach Baggins, and we can be like Zach Baggins. That's his name. Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. Bag Baggins. And apparently, he gets really upset if you say his name wrong. Oh gosh. But what does he say? There's somebody in the room. You scratch me now. Da-da-da-da. Oh, that weirdo guy yeah, with from Jinko jeans. From Ghost Adventures. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to go Ghost Adventure ourselves, and um, we hope that you guys will join on the ride if you have Instagram, or I think we also have a Tuggers and Tails Twitter. Before. Yeah, maybe we'll live Insta it or live tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we're going to be on social media, and we hope you guys will you know, interact with us, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you want us to investigate. Dun, dun, dun. And we'll do so. Or even cover on the podcast if there's a legend that you've heard of that you want us to research because you don't feel like doing all the research wheels are for you. <laughs> Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Tacos and Tales Podcast and at Twitter at Tacos and Tales. Thank you guys so much, and good luck, and good night. Happy Taco Tuesday. I'm worried I don't want the gremlin. Is it a person? Or it's just a like a black dog? It's serious. Oh! <laughs>